Hey, what is up, my dudes? You can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For the full experience, remember to check us out on YouTube at TFF Dudes. And as always, don't be rude, share the dudes. Informed, outspoken, wild, fearless, hardly ever politically correct. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. What is up, my dudes? This is Trent with the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. I am here to give our week five waivers, so you will not want to miss that. So go ahead. Remember, don't be rude. Share the dudes. Really helps us out, guys. If we helped you, you can help us by sharing us with friends because the more listens, the more views, everything at TFF Dudes on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you can share us, it really helps us out. Can't uh, keep saying that more. But if you enjoy the pod, keep checking us out, guys. So got the hat on a little crooked here. I'm all messed up. So anyways, yeah, I'm wearing the Bucky shirt again. You know, I thought a lot of people said it was a good look, so I'm going to keep rolling with it. So I got the Cleveland Indians hat, Bucky shirt. Doesn't get more uh, middle-class America than that. So, you know, we got some waivers here and uh, just got back from a big trip, like I told you, and I enjoyed a nice little lunch one day. And this is today's article. I, you know, if you want the whole article, I'll give you the meat and potatoes here on YouTube and on the podcast. You want the whole, everything, the whole enchilada, all that stuff. A lot of food references today, I might say. You need to go over to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. Get this whole waiver list sent directly to your email at midnight. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Midnight Pacific time. So not sure where you're listening, but yeah, this thing will go Boom, right to your inbox, first thing, and it has everything. So you won't want to miss it. Got all the stuff right there in your inbox. You can see all the players, everything. But this past week, I enjoyed some fancy dining at the famous Miss Wilkes restaurant in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, basically, it's family style. Y'all sit down, 26, just lots of side deals. And I'm going to bring this all back into football like I always do, guys. But... I enjoyed the dining at the famous Miss Wilkes in Savannah, Georgia this past weekend. While we heard all about the raving reviews about their fried chicken, the daunting task, though, of that two-hour wait really left us wondering if any fried chicken was worth that. Despite the skeptics in our group, my uncle and me, we held our place in line. We would not budge. We would not move. We were going to have that fried chicken and all those delicious side dishes. So after enduring that two and a half hours, we were rewarded with a feast of fried chicken accompanied by mouth-watering sides, including mashed potatoes, collard greens, grits, and corn, a whopping 26 side dishes in total fit for royalty. Was it worth the rate the wait? Would I do it again? Absolutely. Now, in today's fast-paced world where many crave instant gratification from the likes of fast food, it's rare to find something worth waiting for. The same impatience has crept into the realm of fantasy football. We underestimate the recovery time needed for Joe Burrow's calf strain, and it's become more and more evident that he's been playing through discomfort. In hindsight, it might have been better for him to sit those first four weeks like Jamar Chase insisted he did instead of playing through the discomfort. And uh, Joe Burrow on the season's averaging 8.8 fantasy points per game, a total letdown for all the guys that draft him in fantasy football as well as the city of Cincinnati and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. It's not pretty, guys. Patience. I've been bombarded with questions about Burrow versus Stroud or Burrow versus Stafford or Burrow 
almost anybody. And like a year ago, you wouldn't think twice about that. And I've been sticking to my guns like, hey, you got to play Burrow. There's no way you can handle Burrow going off on your bench. Like if Burrow went off and he was on my bench and I lost because I didn't play Joe Burrow, I'm going to be mad. So I've been saying, play him, play him, play him. We're now to the point where I think we got to let him prove it to us. I'm not sure how he's doing with this calf injury. Like I've said in the past, I've had calf injuries. You all made fun of me and said, Trent, you're not a world-class athlete, you know? So these guys will recover faster. That's true. I'm not arguing with that. But they told me that it would take me four to six weeks. I said, okay, kind of like Julian Edelman. And my doctor looked at me and said, yeah, exactly like Julian Edelman. But you can't do anything for those four to six weeks. And he's pushing it. This is not going to get better. The bye week's not going to help that much. It's just going to make him think he's a little bit better. You can just keep pulling these calves over and over. Just I can't confidently recommend to play Joe Burrow. And uh, yeah, not 100%. Joe Burrow will be back, though, at some point. I think he can get there where I just don't know if your team will be in playoff contention where he's finally in that group. He's having to throw different. It's his plant leg. I don't know if your fantasy team is going to be able to make playoffs if you hang on to Joe Burrow this whole entire time. You're going to have to be patient, though. I believe Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, I think both of them will finally have get back that fantasy relevance. But we kind of think we want to wait for them. Let them prove it to us. Just some guys that are doing better in fantasy football than Joe Burrow. Quarterbacks with fewer fantasy points than Josh Dobbs after four weeks. Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Sean Watson, Daniel Jones, Matt Stafford. Bad list, okay? All those guys got drafted. Josh Dobbs didn't get drafted, most likely, in your fantasy league, unless you're in some kind of super flex. So, yeah, that is really bad. Again, quarterbacks with fewer fantasy points than Josh Dobbs after four weeks. Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, and Matt Stafford. Now, I'm a little frustrated, and I'm a little hungry after all this talk, but... For better fantasy football performances, let's explore some top waiver wire additions for week five. Below are my favorite waiver wire options with roster percentages below 68% on Sleeper. If you want the ultimate fantasy football experience, consider switching your league to Sleeper today. We also have some exciting picks and plays. Use promo code DUDES100. They'll match up to $100. Rankings are half point PPR, and we're done with the help of PFF. And all these rankings were done before Monday night. Football. So teams on bye for week five, we have the Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. Some of these teams might have some good players get dropped. So make sure to check your league and see, you know, you got to check that league, see who was dropped, see who was not dropped, all that good stuff. So go check the waiver wire. It's not just on Tuesday, but see who those knuckleheads in your league dropped. For example, I've been talking about it. Uh, Jackson Smith Najigba. He did not have a great game on Monday Night Football. He had two fantasy points. The Seahawks are going on to a bye. There's a good chance the guy in your league that had Jackson Smith Najigba drops him this week. Maybe his team's not doing that good. I know he's a rookie. We've been talking about patience, waiting in line, good food to eat. Jackson Smith Najigba's time will come this year. You're just going to have to hold on. Okay, stand your ground. If someone drops Jackson Smith Najigba, he's 76% rostered. Pick him up, put him on your roster. He is on a bye week. You won't be able to play him. But right now when the bye weeks come, it's when people start releasing those rookies. And it takes rookies a couple weeks. 
I have said from the beginning of the year, Jackson Smith, Dejigba, I didn't want to draft him. And that's why I made him a dud of the year because I thought it would take him long to get going with all the time he missed during preseason. I know he recovered a lot faster, but he is wide receiver 103 on the season. If you're a team that, you know, maybe you're one and three, oh, and four, two and two, maybe you're looking, you know, to cut the, cut the, you know, cut a little fat off the bench, you know, look for something else on the waiver wire. Just check who gets dropped in these leagues. Rookies tend to get dropped as the season goes along. So once the bye weeks come along, rookies get dropped. Quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, again, 55% rostered, threw 300-plus yards and win over the Steelers, his second 300-yard game this season. He is a high-end QB1 this week as the Texans head to Atlanta. Number two on my quarterback waiver wire, I have Sam Howe, 20% rostered, had a solid performance this week versus the Eagles, and has a string of great matchups with Chicago, Atlanta, and the New York Giants all on the docket the next three games. Howe is a solid streaming option for the next couple of weeks. Now that might be a guy you might want to play if you have Joe Burrow. Maybe you want to not play Joe Burrow. Maybe you need to you know, kind of like, hey, Joey, show me, show me. I'm going to just, you know, maybe put you in the corner over here. I'm going to play Sam Howell. It's like, I if you're winning with Joe Burrow right now, you got to feel really good about yourself, but maybe plug in Sam Howell, teach old Joey boy a lesson. I don't know. Number three on the list, Josh Dobbs, 9% rostered. Has been very viable streaming option. Like the tweet I read you from Michael Fabiano, I did not come with that on my own. You know, like I said earlier, the quarterbacks that all have more points. I'm going to put this up. On YouTube here, I'm putting it on YouTube right here. Quarterbacks with fewer fantasy points than Josh Dobbs after four weeks. Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Sean Watson, Daniel Jones, Matt Stafford. Check that out again. My quarterbacks that I have on this list. I have C.J. Stroud, 55% rostered. Sam Howell, 20% rostered. And Josh Dobbs, 9% rostered. Remember to check over, head over to YouTube. Give us a like and subscribe. I got all these images on the screen. You can screenshot it. You know, Go look at it later or sign up for the email. But you probably missed the email already, so you're kind of in trouble. So uh, go over to YouTube. That is what I would recommend for now. Next, we have our running backs, guys. And our running backs, we have – what do we got here on the list, guys? Let me find my notes here. Running backs, Khalil Herbert, 65% rostered. He had 100 yards rushing versus the Broncos, caught a touchdown. This performance should put Herbert ahead of rookie Roshan Johnson. We'll see. Bears are kind of a dumpster fire, but this is a guy that's getting first-team reps and an offense that looked to be, you know, maybe gelling finally. Maybe the Bears finally get their win. Who knows? Next on the list, I got Joel McLaughlin, 2% rostered. Javante Williams went down with an injury, should miss some time. McLaughlin led the way in the Broncos' backfield, 100 total yards of offense, had an 18-yard TD catch, should be a popular waiver claim this week. I have one, two, three, four running back handcuffs. I will save those all for the email. You're going to have to wait for those guys. So if you want all the information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. Sign up for that Dude's letter. It's a great place. Make you laugh, make you cry, all the good stuff. I got Quill Herbert, 65% rostered. Jaleel McLaughlin, 2% rostered with Javante Williams going down. That is a good ad there. All right. If you want to get our whole week four recap, guys, me and the dudes at the week four recap, we talked about Toy Story, Andy's room, all the good stuff that happened this week. We had some fun stuff. We laughed, we cried, all that good stuff. Where we went wrong, where we went right. 
you know. Uh, and always remember, we will be back on Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Wide receivers. It's a little fun here again. A little more action. Running backs were boring, but like I said, I got four guys on the email list. You might want to check that out. All very low rostered, all guys that could potentially crack the backfield at any given week. Wide receivers, Michael Wilson, Arizona Cardinals, 6% rostered. Rookie out of Stanford caught all seven of his passes on Sunday for 76 yards and two touchdowns. He seemed to have passed Rondale Moore up on the depth chart. Like I said, Dobbs is very serviceable, serviceable QB. Cardinals are playing tough. They're playing tough. These, these birds aren't messing around. Number two on the list, I got Romeo Dubs, 62% rostered. Despite the return of Christian Watson, Dubs was still Love's favorite target last Thursday night. He has a good matchup this week versus Las Vegas. Number three, Jamison Williams, 53% rostered. NFL reinstated Williams after changing their gambling policy this past week. He is eligible to return this week. Might not play him. They might ease him into the scheme, but Jamison Williams deserves a spot on your roster, guys. So go add Jamison Williams. Looking at the whole wide receivers that we had, I have Michael Wilson, 6% rostered. Romeo Dubs, 62% rostered. Jamison Williams, 53% rostered. Now going over to my favorite part of this episode, the tight ends. I always enjoy looking in over at the tight ends. And the guy that's been on the list the whole entire season, Jake Ferguson, 51% rostered. Dallas Cowboys tight end. Dak loves throwing to the big guys. There was a play on Sunday's in Sunday's matchup that Ferg got absolutely demolished, but he held on to the ball. He's getting better each week. Tough matchup this week against the 49ers. Dallas Cowboys 49ers. Old 90s throwback. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Definitely will be watching that game. I still think you can play him in this matchup. Don't worry. Eventually, he will not be on this list anymore. He is tight end eight on the season. Cole Komet, number two, 57% rostered. Cole found the end zone twice on Sunday. We will see if Justin Fields keeps looking for him this week when they take on the Commanders. This past week's finish, he had two touchdown catches, puts him at tight end three on the season. Number three, Zach Ertz. 36% rostered. It scares me how many Cardinals are on this list. Dobbs looks good, though. Like I said, Ertz is tight end 10 on the season. If you enjoyed this episode, guys, be sure to check out our weekly fantasy football podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, on Apple, on Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever wherever you will look for us, you will find us, and on Twitter and Instagram at TFF Dudes. Remember, don't forget to give us a like and a sub. Uh had to bring out the Bucky shirt again. Some guy named Z Popovich on YouTube kept commenting about it. And it's just a Bucky shirt. It's really cool, you know. But uh, we will see you on Thursday with all of our week five matchups, start, sits, all that good stuff. Guys, if you have any questions, leave them on YouTube. I'll be sure to get back to you. Uh, shoot us a message on Twitter, like I said. And remember, waiver wire. What's the most crazy thing that happened in your league? Embarrass league mates, guys. Put them out there. You can win a free T-shirt. So remember, don't be rude. Share the dudes. Give us those crazy waiver wire ads. And as always, take care. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.